From WCLV Classical 1049 Idea Stream, I'm Program Director Bill O'Connell and your host of I'm Robert Conrad, a podcast of stories from Robert's 70 years in radio. And counting. <laughs> and counting. We've learned that the great Robert Conrad has feet of clay. Box a me minor bass? Sheesh. This episode asks the question, who needs a key when you have a good length of pipe? There are lots of stories about radio announcers being locked out of their studio or out of the radio station. Mm -hmm. And that happened to me out at Radio Ranch. It was a Saturday evening, and I believe we had a Chicago Symphony broadcast on the air. Now, one of the nice things about Radio Ranch was that there was a parking garage. In fact, we had a Parker of the Month situation for the staff that one that rotated uh, a person would get to park inside in the garage. And then I parked in the, <laughs> the other one, in the uh, uh, other slot. Well, anyway, I had something in the car that I wanted, and so I, I went and to go out to the car, and the door locked behind me. So there I was in the garage, and fortunately I could open the door to the garage, but was I going to be able to get in the front door? Well, as you remember at Radio Ranch, we had sort of a theater uh, opening. You, you came in, and to the right was a ticket window, and then a door. Well, the ticket window was there, and the old front door was there, but I couldn't get the second door open. So I went back to the garage and found a long pipe, came back in, and started to break the window, the ticket window, which my partner, Pat Patrick, had, who was very concerned about whether people might try to break in <laughs> to WCLV, had, had made unbreakable. <laughs> And I so you're, there you are kind of, you're stuck in kind of an airlock. There's a, that's right. there's a door and then an interior door. Yeah. You tried breaking this window and the glass is unbreakable. So well, I next? just kept at it. Oh, you kept at I it. Kept okay. at it. And finally, you know, I got a little hole and, and, and I worked and worked. And then and, and I finally made a hole in the glass that was big enough for me to crawl through. And this took me maybe a half hour. In the meantime, the Chicago Symphony has continued to play, <laughs> so there was no interruption with the programming. The he problem, said, of course, he said proudly. <laughs> Monday morning came, and Pat Patrick, <laughs> my partner, <laughs> came in, and Pat Patrick, what, who it must be said was a famous penny pincher, and I think that's putting yeah, it that, that, lightly, that's, that's right. and a professional Scotsman, as <laughs> a matter of fact. And he saw this broken window, and he said, what the hell is going on here? Well, I came out, and I explained to him what had happened. He, he was not happy. <laughs> he, he, was, he was not happy. I have a lockout story mm -hmm. from San Francisco. Uh, it was Christmas morning. Um, being so far up in the management structure of KDFC, it was uh, I was on the Christmas morning 6 a.m. shift <laughs> and had to go in and switch out tapes because the station was fully formatted. And there was just enough music to get us ju to just before 6 a.m. So I'm outside at 
I go to open the front door and I realize that I lent my front door key to another board op and I don't have a key to the front door. And so I knew where the sales director lived, not far from the station, drove to her house, tried ringing the doorbell. The, the house was black. I tried ringing the doorbell, throwing stones at her window, <laughs> anything, nothing. She must have been out of town, and that's understandable. It was Christmas morning. I go back to the station, and I, I don't know why, because I didn't know what I was going to do. I was outside the station. I'm looking at my key ring, making sure that damn key wasn't there. And I, I, I just looked at the door key to our apartment building and for some reason walked up to the door, shoved the key in. It fit. I turned it. It opened the door and through into the station I went. The front door key <laughs> to our apartment building matched the front door key of the station somehow, I don't know, Christmas miracle, honest to God, it happened. <laughs> and you didn't lose any programming. And didn't lose any programming. So there we go. Our, our locked out stories all end happily. Mark, you locked yourself out at Terminal Tower. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a, a, a situation where sort of secure locks in the, in the stairwell. You would leave the station, and I always made sure I unlocked the front door when I left the station to use the restroom in the stairwell because why why mess around, right? <laughs> so uh, you can let yourself into the stairwell, but you need a key to get out of the stairwell, and you need a key to get into the restroom. So I went to the restroom, left the key on the counter, the sink counter, went out of the restroom, and I'm in the stairwell. Can't get back into the restroom. Can't get out of the stairwell. <laughs> We're 15 floors up in the terminal tower. These, yes. are big, these are big floors. And so I thought, well, let's see. I had an LP on. It was Ravel's Mother Goose. So I've got about I've got about 25 Inflation minutes left in here. in your mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought this is exactly how much time I have. So I go pounding down the stairs, flight after flight after flight after flight. And I'm thinking, boy, when I get to the bottom, those guys are going to laugh at, at, the, at the guard station there. Get to the third floor. And that's it. You're on the third floor. You don't know where you are. I, I, I have no idea how to get to the first floor from the third floor. So I'm opening doors and, and coming up on dead ends. And at one point, I opened a door and found myself in a room of antique wheelchairs, the kind with the, the, kind with the high cane backs and, and the wooden... You must have thought this was a dream. I thought, I thought I'd entered the twilight zone. So eventually, I found a, a, a door that said, you know, do not use this door, alarm will sound. I said, that's got to be it. And the alarm went off, and I was down on the first floor, and they were amused. <laughs> so I got up. They said, send me back up. And fortunately, I'd left the front door unlocked. So I got off the elevator, ran into the station, and the record was still playing. No programming was lost. <laughs> so we all have happy endings to our lockdown stories. <laughs> Although I made my partner pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bill O'Connell. I'm your producer, Mark Satola. And I'm Robert Conrad. <laughs> With all of this running up and down the stairs of the terminal tower, trying to beat the crap out of a pane of unbreakable glass, and suffering from high anxiety on a Christmas morning, we're, we're a little tired, so we're going to take a break. While we do that, we invite you to listen to any episodes you've missed so far. There are more to come.